to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that always presses F to pay respects. I am your half-mastered host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who tips his hat at almost every occasion. It's our man in black, Mr. Doody Dootrum. How are we, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I, I, I have a lot of hats. We know this. <laughs> yes, you do. He's a man with, with hats. Who listens to men without hats? It's it's a thing. It happens. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a massive conspiracy, actually. <laughs> the, the, the men with hats are without hats are with hats, and the men without hats with hats. Are, I've, I'm having a stroke. Just please call the ambulance <laughs> right now. They don't dance safely. I tell you that much. <laughs> Bloody safety dance. It's not fucking safe at yeah. all. You can dance if you want to. Uh, here we go. We're going to head straight into the news today, buddy, because we've got a bunch of stuff going on this week, and I want to do it. Uh, we are paying respects this week because duty officially Farmville, Farmville is closing. Oh, no. The game that, you know, when Facebook first started, everyone was like, come check out my fucking farm. And I'm sitting there going, oh, no. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this is where you would play the sad music right now. Uh, I, I did close that app. I'm sorry. I didn't know if we wanted to use what? it for noob or not. <laughs> well, that's all right. Now you have to sing it. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, 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 sh- uh. Sure. <laughs> Beautiful. There we, there go. we go. Yes, it's uh, it's true. Uh, Farmville is closing after 11 years of being on top. Um, or around. Um, basically, what's happened is uh, this is run through um, Flash Player, and Facebook is stopping supporting Flash games uh, on their platform from the 31st of December. So you will no longer be able to to do things. Oh, I can't even remember what you did. You used to grow crops and stuff, right? And then other people would come to your farm and do stuff? Something like that, I guess. Who knows? Just, I, I don't know. All I remember it was it was really big back in the day. This was like one of those things that was around at the start of of Facebook. So there was you know they started with the poking, <laughs> and then there was the 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 pirates and the ninjas, and uh, then there was yeah. Farmville. That's right, where people could change their account names and stuff like that to be like, oh, I've I've styled mine like a pirate. Cool. <laughs> Sure, good stuff. Uh, but yes, uh, it's a very sad day. So Farmville is all uh, is officially winding up, um, I believe, on the thirty first of December this year. So that's uh, uh, that's when it's all switching off. Um, so sad day, but um, good news. Uh, there is Farmville Two's Tropic Escape and Farmville Two Country Escape, uh, and the worldwide launch of Farmville Three coming out on mobile. Jesus, so- <laughs> <laughs> why are we sad then? <laughs> well, because the original's gone. The original always sets the trend for the rest. Uh, so yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's happening. Very sad. Uh, thank you. A salute to Farmville. <laughs> I, I don't have anything on the soundboard. I wish I had. Oh, I wish I had something that would work effect. with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, as they say, out with the old and in with the nucleus. Um, Peter Parker has a new face. Oh my god! The, we 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 had some discussions about this uh, previously. Uh, well, prior to recording this episode on our chats, yes, sure, yeah. It's it's uh, 
finish them. Finish your new segment, or or have you just written no, down Peter Parker has a new face? I've literally got Peter Parker has a new face. That is my one line of news that summarizes this particular area. All right. Um, so this is talking about the uh, the remaster of the Spider Man game uh, that will be coming out on the uh, PS Five. Uh, they have done a rejig of a bunch of different stuff within the game. The, a lot of uh, the the mechanics and everything are staying the same, but I think it's just it's more graphically of the graphical overhauls and yeah, it's really putting in all that ray tracing, all the rest of it. It's going to make it you know very uh, look schmick. And what they've done is they've gone back and they have changed Spider Man's face or Peter Parker's face specifically uh, to look much more Tom Hollandy than previously appearing. Which I think is a stupid, stupid decision. Um, you can see, uh, you know, if, if you go onto YouTube and stuff like that, you can see side-by-side comparisons of, like, the exact same clip, you know, like a, a, a cutscene from a game, uh, PlayStation 4 version of it, the PlayStation sure. 5 version, and you can see the lighting is different and shading and all this sort of stuff yeah. like that. Um, and one of the example videos they use is, like, when Dr. Octopus first shows his, like, his, his uh, tentacles to Peter Parker when they're inside his lab. That is not a euphemism. That is not a euphemism. Nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, you can can see that... uh, Oh, Doc Ock, his character model, uh, you know, hasn't changed in regards to his face. But Peter Parker now, yes, looks more Tom Hollandy, but he looks really baby faced. And the problem I have with this is I like the the original Peter Parker face because it's like cool. The guy's like in his mid to late ish twenties. He's been Spider Man for quite, you know, a couple of years now. He's he's not, you know, yeah. this hippie go young sixteen year old teenager. He's in his twenties, and now it just looks like he's baby face. Hey, it's my first day as Spider Man, but he's going to be, you know, he looks too young for Mary Jane as well in this game. Now he's just he's he's batting above his average, and and she's a cradle snatcher now. But like, it's. It just doesn't work. Like you, you set the whole thing up for the game is like he's experienced. He's he's Spider-Man like how Batman is Batman in Arkham Asylum. He is an established character already. He he's grown he's already grown to a certain point. And now it's like, well, now you've just made him look too young, but you, the story isn't going to change. The cutscenes and the dialogue isn't going to change. So it's going to be this mature Spider-Man has been Spider-Man for a while, but he's going to look like he's just, you know, gotten out of the freshman lockers. Mm, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Look, I I think it's a smart move. I, I like the the tie in with uh, with Tom Holland. Obviously, a huge Spider Man property at the moment. Um. So I, th- I think it's it's really important that they they tie into those things and leverage off uh, the popularity of of something that's that's been so awesome for them. Um. So yeah. Look, I, I don't mind. I think there's there's been a like. With those graphical updates, they showed, like, you saw side-by-side comparisons of the faces. Just even, like, if you take away the changes to the actual look of them, how that graphically looks yeah. is, is just it's incredible. It looks it looks like a completely different game as far as, like, the quality is concerned. So I, I'm very excited to, uh, to take a look at this. I will be playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and getting the definitive edition so I can play back the uh, the original game as well. Um, I think it'll be uh, – I think it'll be fun. So – Stay tuned, but yes, uh, if you, if Spider-Man looks different, um, it, the the objects in this mirror are supposed to be because that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it, it does. It, they, they have done some side by side photos as well, and like the new ray tracing yeah. and the new graphical update. And it's not like you know, uh, Mafia two thousand two to Mafia now. It's not that big of a thing, but it is like you can see reflections. Everything is 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 crisper and clearer and stuff like that. So it's um, it's it's just a good excuse, even if you haven't played the game, to potentially play the game. But if you have played the game, just go back and just start fucking swinging again. Just do it again. Swing those webs. Damn right. Um, yes. Speaking of swinging webs, uh, Call of Duty Blops is back. Woo. Blops, Cold War Zombies is back. Spin them webs. Uh, I've got to ask a question. Seriously, though. Is that the longest game title ever? Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies. Like, f- fucking just shorten it to something. Cod Blops Cold. <laughs> like, <laughs> Cod Blops... <laughs> Cod Blops Cold Zomb. There you go. Done. That's that's what we're going to call it now. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but that's what it is. Um, it is coming back. We saw the uh, the trailer for this one come through. We did also see, and if you haven't seen this, you've got to go check it out, um, our good friend Dr. Funk MD 69 Ollie the Big Red Oxley, um, is, uh, he, he revealed this on his Twitch channel. Um, he found the Easter egg that was revealing the zombie update coming through in Call of Duty Warzone. So, uh, congratulations, Dr. Funk MDD, MDD, MD69, um, for breaking that. It is now revealed, though, and it uh, it looks like Cod Blops Cold Zom. Yeah, and, and you, you did send through the trailer for it as well, and I'm like, fucking eight yes. minutes, fuck off. And then, <laughs> well, that was the trailer and the developer diary kind of thing, like, you know, telling you what the changes are and all the rest of it. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I watched the trailer, and as soon as it started going into the developer commentary, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Um, it's, it's the same thing. It's Call of Duty Zombies. You know what it is. If you haven't played it before, well... You play it now. You you've played all of them, sort of thing. Um, we again had a discussion that uh, Call of Duty games are sort of the equivalent of copy paste change the heading of my homework so the teacher thinks it's original. Um, <laughs> every year with now, I think three different developers. So it's 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 not a good game. It's good in regards to its arcadeness and pick up and play, but that's it. Um, Look, I, I think that there's some there's some really cool elements to it. I, I like that they have uh, like what they do with with the uh, the blops and the and the zombies versions of these games is they they do all of the things that they wanted to do in uh, in Call of Duty but decided not to. So they they're, they're kind of like the testing grounds for all their crazy ideas. So you get to see um, some you know some a bit more unrealistic things that are happening in this so like giant laser weapons and all sorts of different things that that come out that you wouldn't see in a a normal combat game so i think there it is very fun yes it is arcadey yes it is a a bubblegum shooter experience but i think there's a lot to like about it if you're into that um it very is very much is that pick up and play kind of thing but uh, i know zombies is a as, as a, it's a fan favourite within the Call of Duty community. They they have loved the Zombies mods for, for years. Um, so very much uh, looking forward to that. I don't... Look, I'm just annoyed. I, I'd just like to see these as, as more DLC to the main game rather than standalone games. Um, I don't think they deserve to be standalones, to be completely honest. Um, but they are promising a lot of story and the multiplayer factor, obviously, in there is, um, yeah, is a big plus. So... Um, I believe that's coming out this year. I forgot to check the uh, the date on that one. Yeah, it'll probably be you know the the end of the year when you know it, it, every, the the two biggest games that sell every year are Call of Duty and FIFA. Um, 
So yeah, and with the new consoles coming out, yeah, it'll it'll be on next gens. It'll be like a yeah, oh absolutely, one of those sort yeah. of releases. It'll yeah. be coming through before the end of the year. I'm one hundred percent for sure certain of. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. The the trailer's interesting. Um, like I said, the weapons I think you'll find <laughs> definitely in the crazier variety. Uh, I believe here we go. Open uh, beta early access starts on the tenth of October, um, and I think there's a the launch is shortly after that. So it's it's not too far off. Um, we're likely to see something very soon. So uh, yeah, very interesting uh, for all of those zombie shooter fans. Check it out. Um, and I mean, as ever. They did an amazing trailer. Like, come on, you can't deny that they do a good trailer, right? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's, it's, it's not my jam, baby. It's fine if it's yours. Not it's it's, it's cool. If you, the listener, love Call of Duty, great. You know what? I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I'd, if it was your birthday, I'd probably get you a copy of Call of Duty or something like that. Like, I'm glad that you're enjoying <laughs> it. Me then? Nah, man, I'm done with it. I picked up Call of Duty Modern the Modern Warfare was the most recent one that Modern they Warfare sort of is, rebooted. Yeah. I... Yeah. I didn't finish the campaign. I found the campaign boring. I found the gameplay boring. I found every, every time you turn it on, it's like, hey, there's a 60 gig update. So, oh yeah, no, that that got, that gave me the shits when it got up to over 200 gigabytes on the PS4. I I uninstalled it. I, I'm saying that's that's a little bit ridiculous for the amount of game uh, that I'm getting in here. It should not require all of this, especially when I don't play Warzone. Um, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, if if you want to keep it on there, that's fine. I've got many many other games I can fit into that space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, so hopefully they'll change that around for next time. Hopefully they'll actually do proper developments on it, but. Uh, we shall see. Uh, speaking of other things that are shit, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. Um, now, <laughs> last year they famously came out uh, and um, had this big you know, announcement around the world that we're going to be really awesome and we will not be engaging in the uh, industry term uh, called crunch uh, in our game development. Which uh, Now, if anyone doesn't know, crunch is basically when they get people to do insane amounts of overtime uh, to uh, for long periods of time to finish off a game. Uh, so they might be asked to do sort of you know twelve hour days for you know six days a week that kind of thing. Like they they really make these people work very very hard in a very short space of time to get the game ready for publishing. Um, now they they famously came out and told everyone no we're not going to do it. They have now asked all of their employees uh, to do six day weeks um, in the lead up to the release of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, so they've now said that those six day weeks are mandatory. So um, yeah, so there goes their fucking isolation and nice and quiet and yeah regular work. They'll be doing six day weeks between now and the rest of this month. So yeah, get fucked, <laughs> get fucked. October says everybody from City Project Red, who's not the boss. And <laughs> I, I don't know how I, yeah. I, I necessarily feel about crunches. Like sometimes crunches do work in some extent. Like if 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 these employees are doing a crunch and they're going to get because Cyberpunk's going to sell fucking squillions, they get a, a bonus from it or something like that. Yeah, like if there's an incentive, I would say. Go for it. But you can see those games yeah. like, you know, fucking Aliens Colonial Marines that was just fucking crunched and hashed and fucking hash bash put together. Like there's I think there's two different versions of a crunch. There's the gearbox version of it, which is shit, or there's the uh there's, you know, potential in- I don't know, man. I'm just talking shit. But it's but like, you know, you know the idea of like, hey, I know we might have to do six days a week for you know, twelve hours or whatever it might be days, but it's like this is gonna be a fucking huge game. 
And it's like, do you want to be part? Like, would you want to be a part of that? Like, working hard on a, a massive, massive game, or do you want to do it for like Aliens, Colonial Marines? Yeah. Well, look. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, I can understand it. Yes, I can understand um, CD Projekt Red's commitment to delivering a quality game. You know, so much so that the you know, originally this was supposed to come out um, mid-April. Yeah, April sixteenth. Yeah. Uh, then it got pushed to um, 17th of September, um, and now it's going to be uh, falling on November 19th after the release of the next-gen consoles. So, you know, it, it's very much a, a case of they've continued to push this back. Initially, that, that April push was uh, because they were yeah, in the middle of crunch, um, and, you know, <laughs> COVID happened. So they had to push it back. So apparently, though, the, um, even you know, after that got pushed, they've just been working, you know, overtime, long weekends, all the rest of it, to get this done since that time. So the entire time that we've been, you know, in isolation, they've been crunching trying to get this game up and running. And, I mean, that that's a lot of, a lot of man hours or, or person hours, developer hours, into putting into this game to get this ready for, for launch and it, it makes me wonder how ready they were for April um, you know they usually commit to a date and really nail it and they have not been able to do so this time so yeah and I, and I think be, from memory The Witcher 3 got delayed a couple times as well um, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and, and when that well, released I mean, that was a fantastic game Absolutely, and I think that you know this will stand the test of time as far as quality is concerned I think it's more the uh, the case of the fact that they're yeah, they're fucking over people to do it, and they're doing the thing that they said they weren't going to do in the process. So it's a little bit disappointing that they've chosen to do that because you know that's yeah you know they're supposed to be better than other people. They have been in the past, so a bit disappointing that they've chosen to be otherwise. Um, so there you go. So um, stay tuned. Um, it is still on track as far as the release date is concerned uh, for November 19th. There's been no change to that, uh, but they are in the middle of crunch at the moment. So uh, a little bit disappointing. Imagine if it just gets fucking cancelled. I doubt it. I, I think at this point they've invested so much time and money and they are very close to a final product that they won't cancel it. I think if anything, um, if there's anything that's going to happen, they will delay it until next year and they'll say, we're delaying it to bring it out on the next-gen consoles um, specifically. So that that would be the only change that I could see them doing at this point. They've just put too much time, money, investment in it and... Yeah, you know, it could end like I mean, a CD Project Red. I, I, the quality alone from their past projects means that you just go. Well, I think we can. You know, we trust them to do this. But then again, it could be another anthem. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. It could be another anthem. Please no, <laughs> please no. Well, I, I just. I remember, like, I remember when Anthem was coming out, there was all the hype around it. Everybody was really excited. I remember seeing a guy that spent 12 months developing his own cosplay uh, for Anthem and was was showing it off um, the month before it got released. He was, like, going around to, like, cons and going, hey, check out my cool Anthem cosplay. And, you know, he had, like, a full working mech suit thing going on. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's really awesome. And then the game came out and it was shit. I've seen the same thing with Cyberpunk 2077 where people are already cosplaying as characters from the games from the posters it's like chill the fuck out man wait till the game comes out and then decide whether or not you like it like it's just a little bit too soon well um and that's the thing like um when was the last time any uh, i sort of want to go back to anthem now like it, 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 it was it was that you know bringing up anthem again i'm like fuck i remember like anthem to me is now sort of being like a 
like an old game that, you know, you played when you were a kid going like, ah, fuck, I might might go back and try Anthem. I really want to see what it's like now. Like, have they just gone, nah, instead we've left it alone, we haven't touched it, or have they fixed shit? Look, I I played a little bit of it recently. I re-downloaded it, and it's, uh, I mean, uh, the experience, I never really got, you know, got into it that much, but the experience still seems to be relatively similar. Maybe it's more consistent now. I don't know. The multiplayer experience might be different as well. So it may be worth trying a a revisit on that one, but, yeah, it's it's there or thereabouts and still the same format. So I doubt that they spent the time and money they needed to to fix up the core technical issues um, that they had with it. But this one, I think they're they're looking to delete the game, uh, to deliver the game, sorry, in a completed format. So, yeah, fingers crossed for everything. But, yeah, the longer they delay this, the uh, the further they push it out, the more shit that comes through that's bad news, like using words like crunch, the more I fear for the, <laughs> the quality of 2077. Only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. That's to play the fucking game. Uh, moving on, let's talk about some other news that's a bit more exciting. Uh, in Xbox news, uh, Xbox Games Pass Ultimate members, uh, of which I am one, thank you very much, <laughs> um, we get access to EA Play on November 10. Uh, so one of the big things that they were doing as part of their um, their launch of the sex box um, is they're changing around everything about uh, Games Pass, giving some more access. EA Play, which was a separate service, I believe, through Microsoft and, and PlayStation is now coming into the Ultimate Members Pack. Um, so you do get access to that. So it's early access to games. Um, I'm pretty pretty much on launch, right, for all of the EA games? Yeah, from memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's, yeah. it's uh, games like, you know, Battlefield Five and all that sort of stuff like that. You don't need to worry about the season passes, I don't think, off the top of my That's head. That's correct, yeah. 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 So you get access to pretty much everything. So it's... That's pretty amazing. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. Um, I mean, I like a lot of EA games. I think there's some really good ones that they, they, they have in there. Um, and it will be good to get access to those uh, as soon as they come through. So, yeah, if you don't have it already, the Ultimate Pass is basically uh, the Games Pass where you get uh, the PC as well as the console. And there are some fantastic games on there. I played Crusader Kings 3. Um, there's been... I got through Subnautica recently. There's been a bunch of stuff on there that i've really enjoyed so strong recommend if you are into some pc gaming as well uh, because they have some good games available in that library um so yeah so that's coming through as well as we talked about last uh last week the bethesda games coming to xbox games pass so they're all coming i believe that's coming a little bit later on but they will be uh, available shortly after the launch of the sex box yeah i think doom uh, eternal so has hit uh, uh games pass at the moment did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so awesome stuff. If you haven't played through, I know we played it through earlier this year. Such a good game. So, so worth your time. Yep. Um, it is It is possibly the loudest game I've ever played in my life, uh, but it is amazing. So definitely check that out. Um, so moving on to some other Xbox news. Duty, you had this one. Xbox Parental Settings app is now available. Yeah, so it's essentially like um, if you've got the, the Xbox app on your phone and stuff like that, you can download games, check to see whose friends are online, stuff like that. So like you don't need to turn on your Xbox and go like, who's online or who's playing what? You can you sort of check it from your phone. Um, but you Who's on first? Yeah, exactly. Um, and you can have uh, for if you've got a little one, uh, whether it's a... a kid brother whatever it might be um you can dog the dog here hey some some dogs play video games um like me um some dogs surf (laughs) um you can have look at that squirrel waters (laughs) 
Um, there's the uh, there's like a kids version, a kids account that you can make, um, and it's linked to a parent's account. Um, so you can see how long your kid is playing video games for, uh, if uh, what games they're playing, how how much they've played that particular game for, and how long. So if you know, if if there, there used to be the trick when I was a kid, going oh yeah, I told my parents that I was playing fucking Mario or whatever, and then I put fucking Doom in, or I put you know something else adult in, and I'd play that, and they'd think I was just playing Mario. <laughs> adult, ooh, <laughs> ooh. What's big and busty? What's that? Is that a new Mario game? Oh, Princess Peach, Jesus. <laughs> um, essentially, so there's this uh, Xbox family app. So it's essentially the same thing that sure. what you could do on the computers and on the actual console itself, um, but it's now an app for your phone. So you can see um, who, if you've if you've got a kid linked to your Xbox account, uh, you can see how, what game they're playing and how long they've played it for. You can cap their screen time per day. So you can go, okay, cool. I only want... You know, little Steve's to play three hours a fortnight a day. When they reach three hours, your phone will go off saying, "Hey, Steve's about to play three hours of, of Fortnite." Um, and you know, little the little kid Steve can go, "Hey, Dad, can I have more time?" And he can extend the time from the app on the phone. Um, you can also review anyone who wants to add you your kid as a friend, so you can review their profile, going like, "Okay, how do you know this person?" Sort of thing. Um, so it's 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 just like a a, a safety app sort of thing for for kids sure. that are that are playing, which I think is cool. Uh, and it's 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 in your it's on your phone now, so rather than having to go to the fucking computer or go to a go to a, a the xbox itself or log in you know through the you know safari or google chrome on your phone you've got it as an app so you can quickly just you know open it up and see what the stuff is um so yeah that's that's uh, available now i think yeah awesome i, th- I think it's it's especially good for uh, games that you don't want them to play uh, locking out games like you know little fuzz is uh, a big fan of shooters and all the rest of it and i enjoy playing some of them with him uh, but things like games like doom are definitely adult rated games uh, probably not for the little eyes almost immediately so you know they you can censor out that stuff and block yeah out yeah there's there's content so filters you can uh, adjust the screen time so how long they're, they're allowed to play with the game for and i think when they get close yeah. to if they have like say three hours or something like that they'll have a pop-up being like hey you're about to run out of time might want to save what you're doing um yeah. and you can get like active reports and stuff like that so it's like it's a it's a reporting tool for your kids on xbox awesome that's what i need more reporting for my children um because you know i, I yeah as an absent parent <laughs> it's very good to know what they've been doing no <laughs> Uh, no, it's, I think it's good, um, especially you know, in these you know, COVID times when we're all isolated at home. Good way to just say, hey, you've just played five hours of the same fucking game. Get outside, you lazy bastard. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good work. Good excuse. And then it's like, no, it wasn't me. It was the computer. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, so there we go. Thank you for that, Dirty. Um, very exciting stuff. I think more of those tools should be uh, available across platforms. It would be good to see something like that for PlayStation as well. Um, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about it. Dirty, we have a sponsor. They are Culture Shock Collectibles. What do they do? They're, of, of course, you've heard us spiel about Culture Shock a thousand times now. Uh, but, uh, of course, they're the collectible store that sponsor the show. Um, so mm-hmm. Hot Toys, Funko Pops, whatever you can think of, they can get it for you. They just had a, uh, yeah, a McFarlane toy shipment arrive, I think it was two days ago, uh, with the new Mortal Kombat Spawn toy that you get, which looked pretty fucking sick, as well as a heap of new Batman toys. Uh, and <laughs> Tentacle Batman as well. Like, yeah. I wonder where those tentacles fit. Do they go in the utility belt or elsewhere? 
Uh, I'm going to say shelves it. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, announced today, so it'll be up for pre-orders within a day or two after this episode drops. Um, there is Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, Darth oh. Maul uh, hot toy that is coming out. So it is the, the last season Not of Clone lie. Wars. I- I got a little bit of movement when I saw this one. It's pretty fucking amazing. It, it's okay. It's, it's, it's him with his his fucking robot legs, and you know he just looks. He's just cool. And then they've got the um, that case that they trap him in as well. The, yeah, the Mandalorian's um, uh, sarcophagus-looking case thing. So I, you can Jedi that comes trap, with it yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So he's got he's got a heap of options where, of course, he can have his you know his armor on and his hood up. He's got uh, the shirtless look that he can go with as well. So you can have you can take Darth Maul's shirt off. Um, you can also put him in the sarcophagus looking thing. But there's also some new clone troopers that are available for pre order as well. So they'll go up very shortly. Um, I yeah. am still waiting on whenever in the world Hot Toys released the Han Solo Solo. Uh, Darth Maul figure that I pre-ordered because I think that one is better than the Clone Wars one. Oh, okay, mm, it looks pretty cute. Um, what about Savage Press? They need to get a Savage Press one in there as well. That he was he was fucking cool. Yeah, that was Timothy. Who was the? I can't remember the, the voice actor. No idea, but he was very he was a very cool character. Anyone who doesn't know that is Darth Maul's brother, who was a badass during the Clone Wars series as as well for a short period of time, and yeah, he was bigger and badder and slightly more. He was yellow, wasn't he? Yeah, yellow and black. Uh, yellow yeah. and black. Uh, so yeah, very very cool. Um, but yeah, definitely cool. Uh, this one's a cool one. I like it. I think it's a, a very awesome way to celebrate Darth Maul, an amazing character in the Star Wars universe that got written out of the movies way too quickly. Uh. Yeah, well, they, that's, that's the thing. There's, so there's three different versions of Darth Maul there, uh, via Hot Toys. There's the standard episode one uh, Hot Toy, which you can get now from Culture Shock. There's the solo version, which is still robot legs and all that sort of stuff, but he comes with like exposed, more exposed robot legs. They're like you can see all the hinges and shit like that in it, and he comes with that seat he sits in. Uh, and now there's the yeah. Clone Wars one, which comes, I think the special edition version of it will come with a sarcophagus uh, casing that he goes in, and that lights up on the inside, I think. Mm. Okay, there we go. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, check them out, cultureshockcollectibles.com. Your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. There you go. I didn't even have to write it down. <laughs> uh, duty, let's talk about it. It's the big one that you've been reviewing this week. Uh, I have also been reviewing a game, by the way, but I can't talk about it this week. Damn it. Embargoes, motherfuckers. Um, so we're going to talk about the one that Duty's been reviewing. It is the Mafia Remaster. Yes, so it's uh, Mafia Definitive Edition. Now, to be honest, just out of the bat, I don't know why. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean back in my chair like I'm a, like I'm a big city guy. There's, so and, bad, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I'm gonna sit back in my chair and pull my mic towards me. But I don't know why they called this the Definitive Edition. Like it's a it's a it's a flat remake remaster. Like you look at the 2002 game of Mafia and you look at this and it's like. You know, it's like looking at Resident Evil 2, you know, the two versions of Resident Evil 2. Um, mm. It's, it's yeah, it's the Mafia Definitive Edition. So it is the first Mafia game from 2002 that's been redone uh, in the in-house 2K engine, uh, which, awesome, cool, great. Um, it sure. is a... From uh, it's it's an interesting game to review. <laughs> I, I love it when you stumble at the start because it's, you're trying to find the words and you just can't get them in your mouth. <laughs> it's it is a flat. Re- I mean that in the nicest possible. Yeah, yeah, way yeah. yeah. Like, you know, getting yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it is a flat remake remaster, but the it is it doesn't necessarily from what I can tell nothing really new. It every 
the game is set up in episodic missions. So there's no sure. free roaming in between, uh, and there's no like you know like Grand Theft Auto or even Mafia Two that I reviewed earlier this year. There's no like complete yeah. the mission, get a bit of money, you know, go shopping, buy a new gun, or change your outfit or whatever it is. You complete it's a mission. It's like you're you're playing a movie, right? Yeah. More so than the other games. It's it's def it's definitely more of the line of say interactive movie. Like yeah, you're not. It's not like the Order thirteen sixteen or whatever the fuck that PlayStation game was. But it's that. Yeah. You know, you drive to point A, you shake down someone, or you kill someone, or whatever it might be, and then it comes up with mission complete. And then there's another cutscene, and then it's the next level. Um, so if you're looking at this game going, fuck yeah, you will be able to free roam in a separate mode in the game, but the story mode is episodic missions. There is a there is a free roaming part of the game where if you just want to drive around and, and you know, fuck around and all that sort of stuff, you can. Um, it's a separate sort of mode that you select in the menus, but the campaign is just missions. There, there's no, um, like, hey, drive to this point to go, you know, fucking kill someone or shake someone down or whatever it might be and it's like sure. oh, no i want to go to the fucking bakery and get food to le- you know heal my character or whatever um it is a pop and stop uh, shooting game uh, like you might expect so if you played mafia 2 it's it's very similar or mafia 3 it's very similar to the you know get in the cover shoot a couple rounds move up to the next area sort of thing and the mm-hmm. story is fantastic the voice acting fantastic the gr- oh yeah, yeah. Like this was when I remember when it came out. This was like you know playing Goodfellas or The Godfather or something like that. It was yeah. really it fit into that. Um, it just had that really strong vibe to it. Like very you know those those solid sort of Scorsese you know mafia movies. Like just very much that style in, in a game form. And I, I think that's one of the. One of the best characteristics of this game was how much it captured that uh, that magic. Yeah, it is a, a hundred percent that. Um, even to the regards of the start of it is quite slow, um, but with with that there is <laughs> and it's about six hours longer than it needs. To be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like you watch you know the start of the Godfather and it's you know it's conversation in an office and then like slowly you know the guns start to come out and all that sort of shit. But it's it's a load of character development and it's characters that. Uh, Unlike Mafia Two, I actually cared about the characters in in the first Mafia game. Yeah, they. I think the subsequent Mafia games lost their way with with a lot of that. They they tried to become more like Grand Theft Auto, but Mafia Don. Uh, whereas this game was trying to follow that you know movie premise. So they really cared about the story and the characters and everything else. Everything you know within those later games, it became here's a character, here's some of the cutscenes, but you get to define who that character is by opening the game world up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's your way to play. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not my way to play. I want to play this character. How would he do it? Mm. Um, and yeah. that's exactly yeah, yeah. what Mafia 1 is. It's it's not, yeah. you know, it's your world. It's not. You're in this setting. You're playing as as Tommy. This is You are playing as how this character wants to act. And that's what I like about this game compared to stuff like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like, yeah, you're playing as... I can't even remember the characters from Grand Theft Auto. Trevor. Um, but you can give him a haircut. You can put him in a suit. You can do this to him. It's like, well, wh- why though? What's the fucking... Like, I want to experience this character i don't want to alter how my character looks it's an it's a topic for another time um graphically it looks pretty good um the environments look great the lighting is fantastic the the uh sort of you know you're seeing like old 1930s neon lights reflecting off puddles and stuff in nighttime it's it's fucking beautiful i did find the character models a bit dated in in some instances it's sort of oh yeah <laughs> it felt like a triple a game from like five years ago put on a turd. 
Like I've, I've, I'm currently going back and I'm playing, um, uh, or you know, in between new releases, I'm going through all the Batman games, um, and I just fired up uh, Arkham Knight just for free roaming bit of fun. I was a bit bored. I'm sitting there going, the character models in this look really, really good, and this is a five year old game, and and you know, I got you know Mafia, and I'm sitting there going, everything looks great, but the characters seem just a little dated. And that's what I don't necessarily get about this game is that it's it's a complete remake remaster of the first Mafia game, but the character models are dated. It's like well, no, like this should have been like a complete if and they they, they didn't you know grab all the old you know old material and then just high res it and stuff like that. They like mo capped it. They got new actors and all that sort of stuff, which is fantastic. But it feels like there needs to be more attention to the character models. I found in some instances looking at the characters, going, you don't have any eyelids. When you blink, like yeah. skin just appears and blinks. Like there, there's no real shading in the eyes. Like, it looks like they they've applied an Instagram filter to everything. It's yeah. just this like really washed out like look that they they just they they've kind of done they've taken the original modeling and they've they've blurred the lines a little bit and they've made it a lot smoother and washed out. But there's no wrinkles and there's no. Like, you see it with a lot of, like, new characters and, and the new modelling that we've seen, even, like, with the Peter Parker that we saw, you know, yeah. the new face. The, the, the lines and the shadowing and all the rest of it's great, and it looks realistic. And this just looks like they've flattened it out and washed it out. It is that sort of uh, amorphous blob of a face that you go, well, that kind of looks like that old character did, but just smoother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you look at the characters side by side, you know, it's, it's, it is night and day. Um, but like, there are some instances where, like, you know, my character Tommy's inside a bar. He's not wearing his hat, but his face is really fucking bright. And I'm sitting there going, like, wow, this is. He, he, he looks like he's under a spotlight, sort of thing. Um, I did do, of course, a video review on this on my on my channel, and uh, one of my yeah. mates, uh, G Man, came back going like, "Hey, you, some of the scenes are really bright in your video," and I'm like, "No." That's the game. That's the game. It's not me. I'm like, I checked <laughs> I, I checked my brightness settings on my Xbox to make sure everything was fine. And it was on, everything was on its recommended settings for the game. And it was still that bright. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. But there yeah. are some instances for, with the game where I'm like, okay, the character model doesn't, it, it's not bad, but it's not limit pushing, if that makes sense. But there's, there's instances in the game where like, I'm in a trench coat. I've got, you know, my fedora. I'm holding a Tommy gun. There's lightning striking, and it, it's that cool atmospheric setting, and you see it, and you go, that looks fucking sick. But it's like, it's the lighting and the shadows and the environment all merging around the character model that makes it pop more. Um, and that's that's one of the things that I think they, they, they miss, you know, in those within those games, is, you know, getting that, that right, getting those specific things the colorings right and the tones and the contrast and if you're having it on the factory you know what the the delivery settings this is what it should look like at the start like that that's bad when it doesn't come through in the right way yeah and there's there's a if, if it's a fantastic scene that I'm, I'm not necessarily going to talk about the story of it but the you know the scene of a heap of trench coats coming out of a car and just lighting up a restaurant with tommy guns and you're looking at you know the the actual scene itself um, that I did use in my video, but it, you can see like you know the wood chipping away, and it looks fucking fantastic as the bullets are going through doors and all that sort of stuff. But then when it pans to the character models, I'm like, their faces look weird, but everything else looks fucking yeah. great. Um, yeah, it's such a, a it's interesting, I, yeah. It's that floating head thing that you get when you get bad <coughs> CGI, right? It's just yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's Mark Ruffalo in the Hulkbuster costume, yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. That was a specific example. Yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. It just looks they are almost floaty heads, and they, you're right. The, the the character bodies and the physical appearance looks fantastic. The heads just look out of place. So just a, just a little bit of an, an odd choice that they would either choose not to redesign them or just leave them as they are and just make them slightly tidier. It's just I I, I think they've made some. Made some poor decisions there. Yeah, so it's, it's like, you know, they've spent 23 hours working on the lighting, the environment, and stuff like that. They took a half an hour break and then spent, you know, 25 minutes working on the heads sort of thing. It's like... <laughs> Who's got the heads? Oh, I've taken a day off. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's it, And I'm not necessarily like... Yes, I'm, I am saying that I'm not a fan of it, but they still don't look bad. Like, they're, they're serviceable. Um, and, yeah. I, and I have no, no problem with that, um, but... It did take me out of it a little bit, and I did have some other issues throughout the game playing it as well. Like there was one, uh, you know, mission towards the start of the game where it's like, "I'll oh, kill this, you know, gentleman's club owner." I'm like, "Cool, all right." I didn't want to use the footage uh, in my in a video I did, but I walked up to him, pulled out my pistol, shot him point blank with the pistol in the head, and he went, "Oh, what the fuck!" And then we like tried to punch me, and I'm like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" I just pulled out a pistol and shot you in the head, and now you've tried to punch me. What? But that's part of the story, right? You have to keep him alive. No, no, no. The, the, the mission is kill him. Like, go into the bar and kill him. I'm like, cool, easy. So, like, I've walked in the bar. I'm, 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 I'm deliberately pushing my left thumbstick slowly so it looks like I'm walking sort of thing. And I, I pull out the gun and shoot him. And then he goes, whoa, what the? And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa. I shot you in the head. Like, what the? It's a, it's a bit weird. Um, but, you know, there, there's been small issues that I've had that have made me just turn around and go, what the fuck? But it hasn't ruined the story or my sort of my the, the, the sort of thing that makes you want to keep watching a Netflix show or keep watching a series of movies like the story's great I want to find out what happens to Tommy next I want to find out what happens to the Morello family and all this sort of stuff like that it doesn't get in the way of that but it's just these small little things that I just go what um, <clears throat> so so as far as like the updates are concerned I mean there's you know graphical overhaul to this so there's a, a lot of the the look and feel of the game has changed yeah the, the combat's uh, been changed as well yeah yeah is, is there any other things that you, I think I suppose stood out for you outside of that um, I did like that when you before you start the game there's like like you know the settings the difficulty and all that sort of stuff you can choose from but there is um the, you can change the settings for driving in either standard mode, which is just standard, or you can put it in simulation mode. Um, so, of course, I've gone, I'm going simulator mode. And then driving 1930s cars. They, traction control. <laughs> yeah. No traction control. 1930s cars handle like a wheelbarrow without a wheel. Um, so, it's I was sl- like, the, the first level of the game is outrunning a mobster, like, who's chasing you in his car, and you, you're in a taxi. I'm sitting there going, I can't fucking turn. I'm breaking so hard to make corners and then there's this yeah. infamous fucking like f1 racing level that you have to do and i was oh, that's right and yeah. i had it on simulation mode and you can see me just in the in the in the video review i did you can see me fucking fly through a group of cars and they're all flipping over me and i'm like i'm dead they're dead my wheel should be coming off but like it's yeah, everybody did. everybody did <laughs> You can also change the settings for the police as well. So there's the real, there's like the simulated realism mode, or there's the standard mode, uh, and it's just like how they react to you, really. Um, so the standard mode is if you're going over the speed limit, 
and they see you, they'll write your number plate down and they'll try to find you. Or, you know, if you if you keep causing damage and shit like that, they'll then turn hostile. It's not like Grand Theft Auto Five, where it's like, oh no, I, I went I accidentally bumped into a police car. They're gonna pull out their guns and just fucking kill you. They're like, no, they they wanna find you before they start going after you. Um yeah. but I've I've always found that they, they I don't think there's ever a game that's got that right that balance of how police respond to you it's either too much or not enough yeah and I think there's there's still <clears throat> like just that reactionary response of of NPCs to normal normal activities I just I, Mafia Three did did okay with it and their search features were a bit better there was a bit more of line of sight thing rather than that sort of area of search bubble that you get for GTA um, but yeah I think this one probably not so much like it yeah it just or it's it's something that's just missed been missed from uh from game development i think at this point yeah and and like i it's it's a mixture the gameplay is a bit of a mixture of stimulation and also arcadeness at the same time as well um so like uh when there's a particular mission where you have to shoot someone from a, a bit of a distance um and you can hear like the police radio and stuff like that i'm like how am I hearing the police radio? I'm on a tower. I've shot someone. I don't have a radio with me, so how am I hearing the police chatter? It's it's that sort of stuff. But like the cutscenes are incredibly realistic. Like that there there is one cutscene where I'm chasing someone down uh, on a on a motorcycle, and it's like uh, yeah. I, I've jumped off the motorbike as it's like slid into the wall and all that sort of stuff. The cutscene ends. It fades to black. It starts up again, and I'm like crouched behind some cover so I don't get shot, and I have a Tommy gun in my hand, and I'm going, where did the Tommy gun come from? <laughs> the same place that Batman keeps his tentacles. It's, yeah. So, but having said that, though, the story's fantastic. The sound design, the lighting, it's really, really good in that regards. Um, but like, if you're expecting, say, the necessary necessarily attention to detail and polish that something like, say, Red Dead has, you're not going to get it. But you're going to get a sure. story which is in depth and full of plot development and, and actual character development as Red Dead, if not more than Red Dead. Because um, with Red mm. Dead, it was like, there's so many characters here. I only care about John and I care about myself, Arthur, and maybe two peop- two extra people and Lenny. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about, you know, these people and that people and all that sort of stuff like that in your big camp. But when it comes to this mafia game, I know who the key players are. I know who I care about. And then when like some goon or something, some thug or something arrives on the scene and like shoots one of your mates, like that, you know, your character's friends, I you yeah. get emotionally tied to that. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. I'm going to fucking run him down. So like when you've got the, you know, the, the cutscenes and the levels where like you're in the car and you're chasing people down, you're smashing into shit, you're invested in those moments. And that's where it gets really good. As a mm. score, it's going to it's it's in the mic, it's in the middle of a 3.5. So a seven out of 10 and a four. So eight out of ten. It's in the middle of those two. Okay. It's. I recommend playing it if you haven't played it before. Uh, I can't speak yeah. in regards to two thousand two to now because I never played the two thousand two version. So this is just as a a flat first time playing the game. It's fun. Yep. Had a lot of fun with it. Well, and so I think that's a big one because you know having not played the original game like. Uh, and gone through you know, the original gameplay mechanics and the story and all the rest of it, you're saying that now as a first-time player in 2020 that you're actually enjoying the game itself yeah. and, and, and what's going on. I think that's a big you know, that's a big bonus for them, and they're trying to capture people like yourself who haven't played it before. Not, 
I mean, it's probably not one of those games that, as somebody who played it and liked it the first time, I'm not rushing out to buy it. Um, it's not a, oh, I definitely have to have that experience again. It was probably more of a one-and-done experience for me. So I'm quite happy for other people to uh, to have experienced it. Though. Yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily high replay value with this game, but I think the best, personally speaking, the best w- way to get this game is to get the, re- the, the Mafia definitive edition pack which includes of course the remake of, of remake remaster number one the remaster of number two which has got the graphical upscale and of course mafia three definitive edition which uh, i believe it's also had some tweaks and changes done to it as well i think re- yeah, nice. in stores retail it's like 80 bucks or 100 bucks for, th- for the three mafia games that aren't like you know gta 5 or, or you know how the gta games have no connection between them these games you know have some sort of loose thread that connects them through i haven't played mafia three yet I sort of enjoyed Mafia 2, but Mafia 1 has been like, yeah, this is fucking, this is 1930s gangster. Like, this is, uh, yeah. the, the, the scene of just trench coats and Tommy guns is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, I think the, the first two, I think, really stuck with that, that format. And Mafia 3 is this, it's it was a departure from those first two. It's not that typical like Italian mob thing. It's a returned Vietnam vet, you know, in in I think he's in New Orleans, and you know takes you know starts up the family business kind of thing again, and you know becomes builds up his crime empire. It's yeah, it's very very different from the uh, the first two, uh, but yeah, I think it was probably more that more GTA style of game. It was a bit more open world. They they liked a little bit more of uh, the, the freedom options uh, that you could have rather than the kind of, I suppose, stuck to story modes that you get within uh, the, the original Mafia game. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and and that's the cool thing as well with this game. Rather than it being online, not, not online, sorry, open world and, and going mission to mission, you can easily, sort of like how, say, Call of Duty works, is you can pick up Mafia, you can play a mission which will take you, say, 20 minutes or so, and then as soon as you see sure. mission complete, you can just turn it off and, you know, if you can go outside, you know, go out to your dinners or go see your mates or whatever it is. This is those easy, I'll get up, I'll do one <laughs> we mission. We can't go outside. We, <laughs> it's a myth. <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things where you can pick up, you can play a mission or two, it's like, you know, and then go out or whatever. So if you've got, like, that free 20 minutes, that's where this comes in handy as well. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Oh, there we go. Thanks for that, mate. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that you got to experience it. Um, it is a fun game and a, a really good experience. I think it's definitely one of those, if you are into mafia movies, you're into Martin Scorsese at any level, uh, this is the Martin Scorsese of video games. Yep, definitely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of fun. Well, look, um, thank you for that, Dirty. Very exciting. It's been a big week. We've been uh, playing lots and lots of games. Um, I just want to quickly mention a couple that I've been playing this week because they are a lot of fun. Um, I've been uh, getting very much into Medieval Dynasty. We spoke about it briefly last week. The uh, the updates keep rolling through thick and fast. I think I've hit the early access game uh, like cap. There's like an experience cap that you can get to, and I've really enjoyed it so far. So I'm going to give it a bit of a pause for now and wait till they've developed more later on, but huge potential for that game um, and the development that's going on there. 
Um, I've also been uh, tinkering a little bit um, in the Noita and Dead Cells universes because there have been some major updates there. So if you're into those roguelike games, definitely check those out. And also Hades, um, which we talked about with James last week. Uh, I've dipped my toe into that one, and wow, that's that's crazy. So very much into the roguelike, roguelite games as well. Um, and of course, tonight we're going to be, well, tomorrow, yesterday, after this announcement comes out, we're already going to have played Among Us. Um, we're doing a, uh, a cross-play with the, the crew from Miscellaneous and also Matt Commons, and we're uh, we're going to be playing Among Us and lying and cheating our way to killing everybody. Yeah, I got some practice in last night, and apparently, I ne- yeah, confirmed I need to talk more because they always, like, I was playing with a couple of mates, and they're like, dude, he's really fucking quiet. I think it's him. And I'm like, go for a dog. I fucking dare you. Kill me. And then, they, of course, they knock me out. It's like, dude, he was not the imposter. I'm like, I fucking told you. <laughs> See, that's your problem. You're like you always like anytime that you, anything remotely is going on, you like clam up immediately. So you're very <laughs> your poker face is shit. Um, <laughs> it's what I'm saying. It's yeah, in the nicest possible way. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, we'll we'll report back for those of you who don't uh, oh don't idiot uh, who didn't watch the live stream. Of course, we'll report back to to the listeners going how it went uh, and who won because I played for like two hours last night and I didn't get a single round as an imposter. Well, there you go. Maybe, maybe it's all going to be. You are going to be the first person that I vote out because I guarantee you, you're going to be the first one that tries to kill me. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Even if you're not. <laughs> no, but it'd be a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We did a little couple of test plays. I'm looking forward to playing it tonight for a bit more uh, in-depth play with some of the more experienced gamers in our community. Um, but yeah, check that out. We're going to be posting some more games on our Facebook page. Um, we're going to be just doing some more F1 this weekend. Uh, we're taking on the uh, the infamous Vietnam Circuit, our first proper street circuit um so stay tuned for about 30 minutes after we crash out um so yeah but we will be uh doing those probably uh one or two a week just to to get through because we're having a lot of fun doing that uh make sure that you get online uh follow us on the facebook uh, page you can check us out on the listener community as well we'll be talking about all of those games and many many more also make sure to check out dr funk md69 on twitch uh that is our good mate ollie oliver from the big nerd show that we do you know that other show that we do yeah you, you remember the one <laughs> anyway there's another show that we do called check it on nerd uh ollie is on that he is our host on there he is doing a lot of stuff on twitch so he does among us lots of Warzone. he's been um streaming some skyrim as well so make sure you check out his channel there's a lot of fun stuff going on over there he does make everyone feel welcome as soon as they like message in the chat and that's what a lot of Twitch streamers don't do. They just go, "Hey man, how you doing?" But Ollie's like, "Hey man, how are you? Welcome, thank you for joining me." Like he's got the he's he's got the atmosphere and the 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 charisma to be a good Twitch streamer, not just a oh, yeah. You want to sub and give me money? Oh man, I I tried to watch some other Twitch streams the other night, and some of those people make me want to shoot myself in the face. Um, Ollie has a personality, <laughs> and that's the biggest difference between him and a lot of uh, streamers is he actually is worth watching. Um, and he will also show his genitals for a hundred dollars. So uh, I I was told he told me not to say that to anybody, but for a hundred bucks he'll do anything because he said a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. So <laughs> if you've got a hundred bucks, throw it his way. You might get to see his junk live on Twitch. Get on it, Mitch. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, just a friendly reminder that uh, if you're not enjoying your little games where you're stuck in a mafia universe and you're not the Don, you got to get good. 
and this is duty. I was going to think of a different one, and I completely had a brain fart. But be kind to yourself and be kind to others. That's 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 a good little one to remember. Two weeks in a row that he's forgotten his own catchphrase. I know it's play with each other and play with yourself, but I just wanted to say something else. I wanted to try something mobster related, and I just I, I shat the bed. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love throwing to you when you just have this brain.